Welcome back to Tough Men of Faith. Uh, Nick Robertson, RT Stringer. Nick, how was your week? It was great. Yeah? Uh, yeah, the weeks just seem to be getting better and better. That's I don't know good. if it's the weather or what it is, but everything has just been going really well lately. You still recovering nicely? I'm sure guys are interested. In yeah, I've been uh, letting my hair grow out a little bit to hide the scar, so it's looking better. you got to show off that scar, man. I will. I know you wear a hat all the time. That's because you're balding, right? Yeah, I am. There's a little bit of male pattern baldness there. Thank you. Listen, um, I know producer Blake's over here judging me, looking at my mine's, right, yeah. mine's quickly going. Maybe. I mean, you're nearing 40, and you still have a pretty good head of hair, so. But are you nearing 40 if you're past 40? Are you past 40? Yeah. I thought you were like 39 and 19 months. I mean, I don't look it. You I don't, don't I look, look it, yeah. Than you, but. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. funny story. What do you got? I just remembered this. Um, <laughs> was it here? I think it's one of the kids here. Said you were at church a couple weeks ago. Oh, uh, we got to tell this story. And. I know the kid. I, I, I can't remember. I thought name, it was but... one of my kids, but I don't think it was. I think it was someone else's kid. Yeah. I was like, hey, yeah, Nick was here. I was like, Nick, Nick's, Nick's not a church name. He's like, yeah, he's sitting right there. And there was a bald guy yeah. sitting up there, like there completely bald. Yeah. And I mean, this guy's in his 60s. Right, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we look the same from behind. They but... thought it was you. <laughs> That's hilarious. I forgot about that. You know, kids, Go ahead with your opening. Kids, We're say, saying... kids say the darndest things. That's true. So you yeah. have, you're recovering. I'm recovering well. Yeah, Good. so... I don't know. I thought maybe we'd talk a little bit about regret today. Love it. Like, um, don't climb in an attic. You may regret it. <laughs> <laughs> don't do a podcast with your buddy. You might regret it. <laughs> That's true. It's, <laughs> it's out there forever. I, I don't think we've said too much that we regret in the last... Is this episode 12, 13? I have no idea. I don't even keep count. Yeah, I keep count, but... I, well, obviously, I don't keep count in my head. I just enjoy the time 13. coming in here to hang producer out with Blake's you and producer know. Blake. Okay, so we're calling this one... Don't let regret sink you. Yeah, regret sinks souls, not ships. But I like your title better. I was trying to think of that title. I like that. Thank you. My wife, I actually ran it by her today. and She, she said, like it. Let's, let's scratch she the said, first title. She said, you know, title. RT is not very good at coming up with titles. He usually needs somebody to bounce things off that of. That is true. And it's like, we already did one that loose lips sink ships, right? Is that what it was? Some, well, we called it something like that. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah, anyway, I kind of went back to that. I just kind of copied and pasted. I, I like it. I don't know. I just think about a lot of people out there that live with regrets Yeah. on maybe things they missed out on, things they didn't do, things they did do. And uh, maybe we could give some advice and some tips on how to kind of let go of that. And I don't know. I, I just mean, had some advice come to my mind. I don't think I have any regrets in life, but you I know. just You want to hear my advice? Yeah, sure. This is it. <laughs> don't take advice from Nick Robertson. <laughs> <laughs> no. Everyone is like, you're going to mess up. Oh, I just yeah. thought of that. Yeah. Like, we are all going to mess up. At some time. So there's going to be things that we can all regret doing that could sink us. Yeah. That's true, right? That's very true. I mean, I mess up. What? Yeah, I know. Come on. Yeah. Really? I don't think that you're like the mess up type of guy. Well, I am. Okay. All well, right, so. You don't want to elaborate. I know we don't have much of a plan <laughs> for today's, but let me jump in. There's a story in the Bible about a guy who messed up a lot. Yeah. Who could have had regret, and Jesus kind of restores him. I didn't. I should have brought my Bible to be able to work through this, but I wasn't sure what direction we're going. I have an app. Are you good with this direction? I'm great with the direction. Okay, so if you have an app on your phone. Yeah, what you got? Listen, you're really putting me on the spot here. John 21. But I don't have the, I don't, we'll, we'll, we'll just kind of work through this together. Okay. You correct me where I'm wrong, and maybe at some point you can grab a verse. Do you know Peter from the Bible? Yeah, I know Peter from the Bible. Okay. He says a lot of, he does a lot of stupid stuff at times. At times. Yeah, guys can relate to him. Yeah. So in this story, Peter's the guy that denies Jesus before Jesus goes to the cross. Right. So, we, you know, there's three different times he denies Jesus. So after that, Peter goes fishing. Yeah. Now, it's not like you and I going to the pond down by my house to go fishing. Right. Like Peter goes fishing because that's what he does for a job. Yeah. So it's like he leaves what God has called him to 
and he goes in a different direction. Right. Um, so he, he messed up, and really messed up. He doesn't want to go fishing. Well, that's true. He doesn't want to go yeah. fishing. But instead of like doing what he should go doing after, go do after that, he messes up and he goes back to this his old job, gets busy with life again. Uh, this kind of goes back to his other thing. But here's the other thing about Peter in John 21 that you'll see is that he takes other people with him. Yeah. So he's a leader. So right. he really messes up. He has regrets. Then he goes he makes back. other people mess up. Then he just takes some other guys with him like, hey, we're going back fishing. Yeah. So in, in John 21, it's probably about verse three or so, but it says that they got into the boat and they went back out fishing. They didn't catch anything. Yeah. Is that right? Uh, it was verse three-ish. Yeah. Simon Peter saith unto them, I go fishing. They say unto him, we also go with thee. See, take some people with him. Yeah. But he doesn't catch anything. Right. So I think that's God like telling him like, hey, I'm not going to let you catch anything today. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when Jesus is standing on the shore and you don't catch anything, he must have messed up. That's true. So the next verse talks about Jesus is standing on the shore, right? Yeah. Okay. So, and then I love that verse because that's where he says something like children or little boys, depending on which translation you're reading from. What, What does yours say? It says, children, have ye any meat? Yes, I love it. These guys are out fishing all night, right? right? And so Peter, you know, he denies Jesus. He goes back to fishing. He doesn't catch anything because God's right. God, right? Yeah. So he's not letting him catch anything. Yep. Jesus shows up and goes, hey, children. Yeah, hey, children. Did you catch anything? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, you idiots. <laughs> you may not realize this right now, but you messed up. Yep. Yeah. So he lets him know, hey, you haven't caught anything. And then he, he tells them, right, cast your nets on the other side. Yeah. So he's telling these fishermen how to fish. Right. Now, I know some of you are thinking, this story sounds familiar. You ever tell a guy how to do his job before? Mm, yeah. yeah. You? Oh, yeah. Sometimes yeah. they look at you like, I can't even repeat what the look looks like. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you're a drywall. Do people ever try to tell you, like... People tell me how to do my job I every bet day. they do all the time. Um, you know, you should do it this way or that way or differently or, like, I haven't been doing this for a while. Yeah. So that's what we have here. We have fishermen. Yeah. Jesus is like, hey, you need to uh, cast your nets on the other side and, right. and you'll, you'll catch some fish. But... It's interesting that Jesus, that's a miracle that Jesus did before with them, right? with Peter. Yep. And so he's doing it again. Yeah, exactly. So it's almost saying, hey, Peter, you really messed up, <laughs> um, but I'm about to do a miracle yep. again in your life. So that regret that Peter has for how he messed up, thinking that God will never use me again. So right. this is where a lot of guys get, I messed up. There's no way God's going to use me. I messed up. There's no way my marriage can be saved. I messed up. There's no way my friends are going to care about me anymore. Yeah. What we see here is God, the creator of the universe, goes to Peter and recreates a miracle. Twice. Twice. And, and so... I guess he doesn't recreate it twice, but you know. Yeah, but he, um, he, he's doing a miracle of Peter. So yep. when Peter sees his greatest failure, God is reminding him, hey, I am still here for you. Right. I still want to use you. And, and then I, I think there in the text, it talks about the Peter... Well, that's um, pretty know, good with current events, too. It is. Just because you messed up doesn't mean that I'm done using you. you know? Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, uh, I, you have the Bible. Um, yeah. In front of you. So I, Peter <laughs> ends up right jumping out of the boat... Um, and yeah, swimming, running. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that part. And this goes running back uh, to Jesus. He's using his bait. What does verse 9 say? I think it's 9. Verse 9 says, As soon as they were come to land, they saw a fire of coals there, and the fish laid there out and bread. Yeah, so Jesus already had the fish and stuff ready yeah. for him. So basically, he had dinner prepared. He's just watching them fish like idiots that aren't going to catch anything because, well, he's God's not letting them catch anything. Yeah, and sending the message that he doesn't really need anything from them, right? But he still wants them. Yeah. And then verse, verse, read verse twelve. It's like you have the Bible open over there. I have some things marked, but I don't know exactly where it's at, and I don't have my Bible. Then Jesus says unto them, "Come and dine." And none of the disciples asked him, "Who art thou?" Knowing that it was the Lord. Yeah. So Jesus tells them. So you got to remember, like. Peter really messed up. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. You denied Jesus yeah. when he'd been with you all this time. Right. 
Jesus shows back up when he sees Peter again. He's like, hey, come eat some breakfast with me. First off, he shows up to talk trash. <laughs> hey, have you caught anything? No. You got any meat? <laughs> no. Throw your nets on the other side of the boat. Still talking trash, basically telling them how to fish. Mm-hmm. They throw their nets on the other side of the boat, probably catch fish. And then he says, come up here. So you're naked. You jump off the boat and you swim back to shore. And he says, he's got a fire here going. You're cold and naked. And he's got meat laid out, fish laid out, and bread. And he says, come over here and dine with us. Yeah, I love the Bible. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's so like what a when great you start story. reading it. Yeah. And then as you start diving deeper into this, he doesn't yell at him. Right. He doesn't come stick his head underneath the water and pull him up like, why'd you deny me? <laughs> he fixes him breakfast and says, hey, come and sit with me and let's talk right. about this. Yeah. So what does God do when you have a great failure? You think, no, he's never going to use me again. He cooks him breakfast yeah. and, and tells him to come have a seat. Glad he doesn't make me run naked. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about doing a podcast with Nick that I just, I never know what's coming. And then I see Blake put his head in his hands thinking I'm going to have to edit a lot of stuff. No, it's, you don't have to edit any of this. This is great. Um, this is what people want to hear. Yeah. Not that I'm naked. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's Anyways, get back to reading. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I should have studied this out, but I think, um, so the fire there is a charcoal fire. Right. And, and so some would say that what was happening is that he's warming himself by this fire. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this, but when he denied Jesus, do you remember what was there? No. It was a fire. And so Jesus is almost recreating this moment yeah. of you were, you were standing around this fire and you denied me. Right. And then he brings Peter like lovingly and says, I have breakfast for you. Right. And we're sitting around this fire to kind of recreate this moment to show Peter, you denied me around this fire. Yeah. But I'm here to tell you that I still love you. Right. And we're smelling. I mean, there, there's so much practical, like you're smelling, that the smoke is in your face, oh, all sure. these things that probably went through Peter's mind when yeah. I denied you. And I want to recreate that moment to show you I still love you and you still have worth, and you still have value to your life. That is so good for guys. I think there was a little regret there. I think there was a lot of regret. (laughs) Maybe a little remorse. But I think Jesus, right, has shown him that you're you're not, what was your title? You're not sunk? Yeah. You're not sunk, Peter. Yep. And then verse 15 starts, that's where he starts asking questions. Yeah. Like, do you love me more than these or something? How does that verse exactly read? Uh, So when they had dined, Jesus saith unto Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? He yeah. saith unto them, Yeah, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my lambs. He saith again to the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He saith unto him, Yeah, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. Oh, you want to keep going? Yeah, no, that's good. Okay, good. I think the couple things there was he, he said, Do you love me more than these? We don't know what these are at. Some people yeah. think it was the fish. Like, do you love me more than this this lifestyle that you had of fishing? Yeah. Some people think it's the other disciples that he took with him. I think he just pointed to the disciples and the fish. I don't know. Like, yeah. hey, pick one. I, no, not really. But either way, he said Basically, it. Basically, he's asking him, do you love me more than do anything you love else? Me more than anything. And so um, the other thing there that I think that helps us with regret is he asked him three times. Yeah. Three times he says, Peter, do you love me more than these? Yeah. I, I don't know if this is exactly the reason, but Peter denied Jesus three times. Right. So it's almost he's setting that stage like, Peter, I know exactly what you did. Yeah. And I am still here for you. And then we don't have to go into all of it, but the text goes on basically to tell him uh, towards the end of the, the chapter around verse 18 that he's going to stretch forth his hands. But he's telling Peter that I'm going to use you and eventually you're going to not deny me, but then you're going to die for me. Yep. You're going to be crucified for me. Right. I love this story. And I know you got some practical things you want to jump into here, but this no, kind of set the stage of where we're going. Yeah. Is that if you've had failure in your past, it doesn't have to determine your future. Right. Because as Christians, we see this with Peter. He messed up, yeah. but Jesus Not still once. loves him. 
Three yeah, times. Otherwise. Yeah. And Jesus sought him out. Right. Still to show him that, hey, you still have worth. Yep. You still have a purpose. Yeah, you, you still, still have, have a, a value, and I need you. I want you. Yeah. Um, Thanks for reading the reading, bringing your Bible you. app. No problem. And going through that. Should have brought my Bible. Yeah, we should have. All right. So you had some things that you wanted to talk about on this. Yeah, I, I think people get, I mean, we all live with regrets. We have things that we wish we would have done, hadn't done, hadn't said, did say, you know. Yeah. You ever regret anything you say? On occasion. <laughs> I got a funny story if you got a minute. Let's hear it. I had a conversation with the wife the other night. We were watching a TV show about a girl that goes to prison. I messed up. Let's just put it out there. I regret saying or not saying what I said. I asked her, I was like, you know, hey, if you were to ever go to prison, how long should I theoretically wait on you to get out? <laughs> what is wrong with it? Oh, dude, Man. I messed all the way up. Man. You know what she says to me? <laughs> she says, till death do us part. <laughs> I'm thinking, you're right. I made that commitment. <laughs> I should have asked her first how long she would wait for me. Yeah. And I would have had the answer. Because she would have given the she would have given the right answer. Oh yeah. I dropped the ball. Yeah. The worst part is, she said, How long do you think you should wait? Oh boy. And I should have stopped right there. Yeah. But I said, you know, six to ten years. Um, that's how long I'll wait. And she said, My love for you is worth six to ten years and that's it. <laughs> So I regret saying what I said. Yeah. Um, I should have thought about it a little harder before just diving in with an answer. Yeah. And then I text you, <laughs> you just did. to check and see if she was right. <laughs> and I thought I would get a funny response from you. And you know what you tell me? I, I don't even remember what I told you. Till death till you part. Did I? <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm glad you did. Yeah. So as a friend and a pastor. <laughs> Here's the thing. I thought you were texting me that before you were going to say something to her. So I thought I just saved you. I, I didn't was, realize this she, conversation took place. She pushed. Like, I needed to answer her now. Yeah. I don't know. Were you that kid in school who always felt like you need to be funny and say something? Yeah, on occasion, I'm that guy. Yeah. <laughs> those guys don't grow up. That's the idea. I, it, it can be. We're like the Lost Boys. <laughs> who wants to grow up? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There, there's a time and place for it. Yeah, there okay. is. Um, what were you saying? I, I got lost in your story. I was thinking about regret. I regret. You regret saying that. I absolutely regret Oh, because I asked the question that. if you ever regret anything you say, yeah. I, which was a dumb question. I knew the answer to right. that. <laughs> you didn't know I had a good story to go along with I it did not know about your story. Two I, days ago. Yeah. Um, I feel like we get more material from things you say to your wife for this podcast than anything else. That's why we don't bring her on here. The uh, Tough Men of Faith podcast, Incorporated, should probably send your wife flowers for... Yeah, I've already sent her flowers for what I, I said. Yeah, you should probably go ahead and send them for next week for what you're going to say. I, um, yeah, I get, I'm getting smarter. I'm just got the uh, flower lady on retainer. Yeah. So uh, you know, I just call her, make a phone call. She knows where to deliver them to. That may be the and best advice guys get today. Get a flower lady on retainer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, she just asked me how big the mess up was, like scale of one to five. <laughs> you just you know? open up the pocketbook. Right? That's it. You yeah, know, that's it. She's got a hundred dollar deposit, and she takes out of it what she needs and. <laughs> Let's me know how much I got left over for next time. Okay. How to deal with regret when you say something you shouldn't to your wife. <laughs> Nick sends flowers. What's next on your list of what guys need to do? That's about all I got, really. Um, <laughs> be quick to apologize. I, quick to apologize, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There is no argument. There, this is not the hill you want to die on. Let's put it that way. Yeah. You know, there's no argument that's worth any time lost, really, in yeah. the end. It is. And, and no matter what you've done, if, if you can still breathe, yeah. you still have a purpose. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, you, look at how many older folks that we've talked to, and what's yeah. the biggest regret that they have in their life? And it's time lost. We don't understand the value of time until we get closer to our death. Yes, yeah, so yeah. don't let a mistake 
stop you from moving forward with God's purpose for your life. Exactly. No matter how big that mistake is, yeah. God still has a purpose. Yeah. And so we see, I mean, the Bible, you see God using all kinds of guys that really messed up. Right. Um, yeah. And yet God still uses them. So. Yep. Don't tell your wife you'd wait six to ten years. No, no. <laughs> that, that may be, the, that's some great practical advice. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, so I, I don't know. I was thinking about regret versus remorse. You know, regret kind of has to do with wishing you hadn't or had taken a particular action. Mm-hmm. And remorse involves more of kind of admitting your own mistakes and taking responsibility for your actions. Yeah. And uh, I think people get the two confused. Maybe they just say the wrong thing. Yes, yeah, so you need to take responsibility for what you did. Yeah, absolutely. As men, especially, right? So is that? Yeah, um, we're supposed to be leaders man. of our homes, leaders, basically anywhere we go, and we need to make sure that we're taking responsibility for the things that we've done. Yeah, I, that's um, something that a man of faith needs to do, right? You yeah. messed up. You admit to it. You repent to God. You tell your spouse. You tell your right. coworkers. You tell your friends. Yep. Hey, I messed up. Yeah, find I'm your battle buddy this. and have a conversation. Yeah, don't try know? to push it on others. Right. Right. Even if there's like some responsibility on some others, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't do any good to say, hey, yeah. I did this, but... Yeah, no, take the responsibility. Yeah, no um, no buts in it, right? Yeah, no This buts. was my fault. Yeah. So even though there may have been others involved that caused this, or things, but this is yeah. my fault. Yeah. yeah, you're the one that, in the end, is responsible for your set action. Yeah. Whether it is something or isn't something or, I mean, in the end, it's, it's on you. Yeah, it's on you. So anyway, I was thinking about ways of letting go of regret. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people hold on to regret and live with it or live in it. Mm-hmm. Kind of tossing that around a little bit this week. Yeah. Just kind of ways that we let go of regret and kind of make a way to move forward. I mean, you don't want your regret to manage you. You want to be able to manage your regrets and learn from it and progress. And I don't know. So I kind of thought of a few things, maybe a few points, bullet points to bring up here. You know, list the lessons you've learned, you know, and read them when you need that reminder. Hmm. So list the lessons you've learned. Yeah. Yeah. So It's almost like journaling. Yeah. Kind of like journaling. You know, you you messed up. I do not journal. Um, I think it's a good thing to... I'm a big note taker, though. Like okay. Before any important conversation, I'm a huge note taker. I'll fill up legal pads of notes. Huh. And I might hit on three or four bullet points Yeah. Uh, when I'm in the middle of that conversation, but they're usually pretty good. Yeah. You know, you kind of go through your list and figure out the things that are more important and least important. Make sure you hit on that kind of thing. I was also thinking about something, too. Kind of rethink the best case scenario. Sure, yeah, you passed an opportunity, you had an opportunity and messed it up, but... What was the best case scenario of making that decision? Just, I like uh, it. Okay. All right. I'm going to keep going if you I'm, like I, it. So, yeah, I'm not saying much because I'm over here trying to learn from okay. uh, these podcasts, these uh, notes <laughs> you're giving me. So, yeah. Uh, Let's hear the next one. I think one of the biggest steps, too, is try and forgive yourself. Maybe other people won't forgive you for mm-hmm. what you did or didn't do, but forgive yourself. You know, ask for forgiveness and yeah. then forgive yourself. I think that's huge. Yeah. We can't live with regrets. We can live with regrets, but like I said, you know, earlier, don't let them manage you. Don't let them control you. Yeah. And I think forgiving yourself first is probably one of the bigger steps. I think it's, yeah, probably one of the bigger steps as far as moving forward. Yeah. And then maybe uh, try something new to distract yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I should have went here first um, after I said try to forgive yourself, but probably make amends if you need to. Yeah. So own up to it. and Own up to it. If you need to apologize to somebody or multiple people or whatever it is, get it out of the way. Yeah. You know, you kind of got to put the past in the past. I like it. I don't know. You got any points here? My point I kind of made at the beginning, just that... You're going to mess up, yeah. but as long as you're still breathing, yeah, you have a purpose. Absolutely. And know that God can still use you. Yeah. He still has a plan for your life. Yep. And so if we see him use Peter, right, he can still use you. I yeah. love the points that you brought up, some practical things of, hey, move forward, own up to your mistake. Yeah. Make God's, amends. God will forgive you. Make right. amends. I also have one more. Let's hear it. Uh, find other people with similar regrets. 
Interesting. Kind of goes back to battle buddies, but yeah. I mean, find somebody that you can talk to about the things that you're having an issue with. Yeah, someone's been through that before. Yeah, maybe somebody that's either been through it before or somebody that can just genuinely listen to you and say, hey, I understand you're having this issue. How can I help you move forward? It's like a, I've enjoyed it. It's been like yeah. Nick preaching to me uh, while I'm sitting over here. So Come on now. Maybe we can do this in a sermon. I'll get up, I'll, ex- I'll explain the text, and then you jump in there and give the, the application at the end. <laughs> Didn't you call me out enough? Last week when you said something about my dad shorts? Listen, I did not call you out. Maybe you I should said, regret calling I trying me out to, about dad shorts. I was trying to explain. I regret wearing a, them. An illustration. And I yeah. said, the guy had on khaki shorts with pockets. <laughs> I said, some people refer to those as dad shorts. Yeah, and, and then, then you looked at me. I didn't look at you. You did. There's, out of the masses of people sitting out there, people started pointing at you. <laughs> did I say your name? Yeah. Oh, my bad. My wife caught it. Okay, I and try not to call me people. And she's like, see, I told you they're dad shorts. But it's true what I said. I mean, it is true. They're yeah. kind of like dad shorts. I have some on now. Actually. Yeah. Anyways, back to it. Anything else today? I, I think this is a big topic for guys. Maybe something we come back to at some point. Yeah, but, maybe something to think about. But don't um, let regret stop you from moving re- forward. Does regret mean mistake? Something to ponder over the next, you know, until we put out another podcast episode. But think yeah. about it a little bit. Does regret mean mistake? And I thought about it for a while, and I don't think it does. No, not always. Um, yeah, not always. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. But you might regret not doing something in life. I think that there's a divine reason why you did not make that decision. Is it bad to regret? Another question, maybe ponder, think about for a little bit. And I'd say no. I don't think that it's bad to regret. I think it it kind of lets you learn about yourself and what you truly want in life. It's not bad to regret. It's bad to let it control you. Yeah, that's good. So it's not bad. You're going to have regrets, yeah, but and, you can't let them control you and right. stay with you. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I do too. You know, just a few bullet points, you know, yeah. things that I've kind of thought about and pondered, dealt with in my life. Maybe other people can use these couple of ideas to help them get past regrets in yeah. their life. Lessons from Nick today. You know, all right. Um, every once in a while, I'll hit one out of the park. Yeah, I think um, you did. I uh, appreciate you guys joining us. Yeah. Uh, the one thing we have, our, our social, we have Facebook page up. Yeah. Make sure you like that. Yeah, it's looking really good. I think we have two people. It's like that. Just kidding. But yeah. <laughs> no, like that page. Um, new episode comes out every Thursday morning at five o'clock. Yep. Encourage you guys, uh, if you enjoy that episode, maybe share it with some buddies yeah. uh, who could benefit from it. The, yeah, the, surely you have a friend that could benefit from listening to it. Probably. What's been uh, encouraging for me is uh, hearing from a few guys who have, benefited from some of these episodes yeah. of going through some things even on this one some guys who are going through through some regrets maybe they'll get some pointers out yeah. of this from, yeah i have a couple of friends that text me on a weekly basis and say hey man that one kind of sucked or hey that one was pretty good yeah um you know i got something from that that's that's encouraging to hear yep all um, right appreciate you guys joining us for another episode of tough men of faith see you next time thanks